Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 That's 800-754-4531. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. It is absolutely necessary that we all get together. We work together. We respect each other. We like and love each other. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. I'm getting tired of people running from me in the ring. Mike Tyson, uh, Holyfield, you a bunch of... Bums, stand up and be a man and fight a real fighter. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen. Live on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. Often imitated, but never duplicated, 37 make that 38 plus years now of knocking out the competition. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your ever so modest host. I'm also a four-time Golden Glove boxing champion and an award-winning boxing writer. So supposedly, I know a little bit about boxing. But guess what? I've always found the average fan knows a little bit more. So I open up the toll-free at the top of each hour just for you, the fan. If you want one part, you can. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, there's also the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. You can text me here in the studio. Don't have to come on the air with a question or a comment or a rip. Your call, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. Well, guess what? We're one week removed, of course, from Shakur Stevenson. Wow, taking a march, Jamal Herring for the WBO 130-pound title. Of course, sending a message to Oscar Valdez. We'll hear from Shakur a little bit later. But, man, I all I can tell you is that I dogged him after his last fight because he didn't go for it. But guess what? He looked like such a complete fighter this last time. I mean, I was absolutely blown away by it. So Shakur Stevenson, is he a superstar in the making? Yes, he is. Is he a superstar for sure? Well, that remains to be seen. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Next up, boxing's PhD, Socrates Palmer on Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. 
Freol spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone-free. Professionals have trusted Freol deep penetrating oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Freol today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Napa. Look for the silver can. With just one spray of Microband 24, your hard surfaces are sanitized for up to 24 hours. Touch after touch after touch. So six hours from now? Still sanitized. 12 hours? Yep. 18 hours. We're really doing this. 24 hours. When used as directed, one spray of Microband keeps killing 99.9% of bacteria touch after touch for, yeah, up to 24 hours. Wow. Microband 24, the sanitizer four out of five doctors would use in their own homes. So why aren't you? I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. If you've had a revision or removal surgery of a hernia mesh implant after 2008, pay close attention to this message. Hernia mesh manufacturers have recalled some of the mesh material that may have been used in your surgery due to high failure rate. The FDA has even blamed the recalled mesh material for some of the worst of the health issues reported by doctors and patients. If you've had two or more hernia surgeries for the same issue and you're having severe complications, call the legal helpline now. You could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 800-817-2968 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Not too often do you see world-class fighters on TV and one guy pitching like an ultimate shutout. I mean, a shutout. I'm talking about Shakur Stevenson. Call him Double S, the 2016 Olympic silver medalist. Of course, wow, I had dogged him out uh, after his prior his prior experience, his prior fight, of course, when he sort of wouldn't throw the third, fourth, or the fifth punch. But against Jamal Waring, I guess maybe he wasn't afraid, but he threw his third, fourth, fifth, sometimes a sixth punch. Bottom line is, he threw punches and bunches, and he is a superstar fighter, no doubt about that. Now, him and Oscar Valdez, of course, that's probably going to be the big fight down the line at 130 pounds. Valdez has talked about fighting Stevenson on this show prior. Of course, he talked about uh, that Jamal would, uh, that Shakur would smoke Jamal. It wouldn't even be close. He was right. Obviously, it was a one, one-sided route before the fight was stopped. But at the end of the day, I think Shakur Stevenson proved to a lot of people that he's not just some... Um, Floyd Mayweather get over. I mean, he can actually fight. 
And I think if he wants to, he can step in and have some pop on his punch too. But I don't think he's ready to commit himself to stepping in just yet. Bottom line is, he looked fantastic last week. Now, we go from fantastic boxing last week to my man, boxing's PhD, Mr. Socrates Palmer. And how are you today, sir? I'm doing great, Pedro. How's everything with yourself? I'm doing all right. Let's talk about Shakur Stevenson, double S, 2016 Olympic silver medalist. Um, any flaws last week that you could point out? Man, um, I'll tell you what. You know, if ESPN would have closed the show playing the monkeys, I'm a believer. I I am a believer, man. Shakur Stevenson's a bad boy. He is all the hype and the bag of chips. He really dominated a really good fighter in Jamal Herring, you know, and he barely broke a sweat. You know, uh, Herring showed some guts in the fourth round. He kind of came on, and, and Shakur Stevenson just stepped on the gas. You know, he really looked gonna, like another level. I'm going to say it again. When you're the B guy and you're the opponent, you really don't have a whole lot of opportunities to win because a the boxing establishment feels you're gonna uh, you're gonna lose because in fact you know the promoter's picking you to come in here and, and and lose to his guy the whole nine yards the odds are probably against you I mean so you have to make a fight of it you have to like when when he went back after the first round when Waring went back after the first round my man Bowmack used that word use the MF word a bunch of times okay and he was trying to get get this guy fired up you got to go after the MF. You have to go. In other words, if you want to win, you don't stand there and try to box with Shakur Stevenson and or box with Floyd Mayweather like Robert Guerrero, like so many guys in the past. I don't get it. I just don't get it. When you can't outbox a guy, you can't outbox him. So you got to find some other way to beat him. And when you're the opponent, you're the B guy wearing needed to put extreme force and un unbridled aggression uh, forward last week in order to try to keep his title. He didn't do it. He got stopped anyway. What's the difference? Absolutely. I mean, you you have to go out, you know, doing what you do best. Now, yeah, I'm sure Jamal Herring prides himself as a good boxer himself, but, you know, after about a minute into that first round, you know, he's got <laughs> to process that in the computer, you know, in his brain, like, okay, let's go with a plan B. And, and like I said, I thought he had to impose his his man strength on him, you know, he's 35 yeah. years old, but he's a fresh 35, you know, he, he doesn't have a, a long career, you know, hasn't really been in any wars. He, he had to bring it to, to, to Shakur Stevenson, volume punch, uh, head in his chest, be the, the bigger man. And Shakur Stevenson not only proved that he's a grown up, you know, his, his body, he's a thicker guy. He's just a better fighter and he's got a mean streak. And I think if the fight would have gone left, let's say Jamal Herring would have, uh, bend the rules. I think Shakur Stevenson would have tapped into that into that mean streak that he has. Like we've seen other great fighters like Miguel Cotto, Andre Ward, who kind of have tiptoed the line of, of being a dirty fighter. And he if he he would have brought that side out of Shakur Stevenson. I think Shakur Stevenson just is another level above Jamal Herring. And if Herring wants to continue, I'm sure he could beat a lot of guys at that weight class. But Stevenson obviously is not one of them. Okay, you brought up Andre Ward. I wasn't going to bring him up to segment, but I was going to bring him up a little later. Hector and I were talking about Andre Ward last night. Of course, Hector wanted to make a move at one point try, and try to become his manager um, back in uh, 2003 or something like that. Anyway, bottom line is it ended up going to James Prince to rap a lot, uh, to rap a lot records, the CEO down there in Texas, and the rest is history. Now, Hector's contention is that Andre Ward is not a superstar. He's a star. He's not a superstar. 
and that he went had he went with Bob Arum or Don King, he would have been ten times bigger than he is now worldwide. Uh, that's debatable because it's it's Andre Ward's personality. I think that that probably inhibits him from or inhibited him from being a quote unquote superstar. Um, I think to the to to us to the boxing mainstream mainstream press, he is a superstar, but he doesn't have that crossover appeal. Um, I know he appeared in the movie, and I think it was the first Creed movie. If he walked down the street in San Francisco right now, nobody would know who the screw he is. Nobody would know who he is. I mean, I, I'm just telling you. Yeah, and, and you know what? That's There's only a handful of athletes that, are, that have that crossover appeal in general. Even okay. like Mike Trout, who's the best player in baseball. He could walk up and down 42nd Street. I, unless he's in uniform, no one's going to recognize him. You know, <laughs> you know? so it, it, you know, it, it still doesn't diminish their greatness. It diminishes their pockets, you know, but, but let's say, you know, Andre Ward is, is Captain America, you know, he's a gold medalist, he, he's clean cut, he is everything all right, all right, you would love right, your children all right. to be. All, all the accolades that you just threw at him, I just, he deserves it, he's a son of God, he's a wonderful family man, he's a great father, a great husband, the whole nine yards, okay, but he didn't, how can I put this, he didn't sell tickets in his own home city, he wasn't a guy that you wanted to tune, I mean, I can't believe, I don't know anybody, I don't know too many people said to me, guess what, blood? Andre Ward's fighting that I ain't missing it. I just, I mean, hey, Hagler's fighting tonight, Pedro. I'm Marvin's going to fight tonight. Um, Tommy's fighting tonight. Roberto's fighting right. tonight. Mar- right, um, right. Ray's fighting tonight. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, you just, the, the, there isn't the same, it ain't the same. I, I hear you. And, and also in part is, Andre didn't fight in the in the most exciting style. You know, despite fighting a who's who of that era, you know, yeah. Carl Frotch and, and uh, Kessler. Um, yeah, Kessler. You know, he, he fought everyone he had to fight. He never ducked anybody. He fought the best that was available to him. You know, but he also fought in that, you know, Bernard Hopkins, self-preservation, defense first, you know, uh, not exciting to some, you know, to the, to, to the most part of people. People want to see knockouts. People want to see, you know, uh, people get hurt. And Andre Ward really didn't do that. You know, he, he was just superior to everybody. And, you know, he showed, obviously, grit when he had to in, in the second Kovalev fight and stopping his, probably his hardest nemesis. So that also had to play a part into it. And, you know, he's a, he's a good guy. You know, he's not, he's not out there in strip clubs making it rain like Floyd Mayweather okay, was. Okay, I, I got a question for you. Did, mm-hmm. did, did, did the son of God turn into a little bit of a devil in that second Kovalev fight? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think so. I mean, I mean, his prayers were answered when they read the scorecards in the first fight. So, you know, you know, ask Kathy Duva. I'm sure she'll tell you that, you know, one or two shots are low. Oh, uh, Kathy Duva. Of course, the wife of Dan Duva. She's the president of the main events. Of course, he's a man. This is a man that started pay-per-view back in 1981. He had the vision to put pay-per-view on home television when he put together Ray Leonard and Sugar Ray Leonard and Thomas Hearns in their first fight in September of 1981. It was the unlimited pay-per-view across the country. We watched it for 14 bucks here in the city, and we were blown away by it. Watching big fights on TV like that, that was the first, man. And now, I remember Don King said, came on my show and said, they're killing it. They're killing the business. Aram came on the show and said, pay-per-view is the end of boxing. Those guys made billions off pay-per-view, those two men. 
Yeah, I think there was, you know, the, I think they're just haters because they didn't come up with it first. <laughs> <laughs> and may he yeah. rest in peace talking about Dan Duva. Of course, he died from a uh, brain cancer or brain tumor. You know, it's funny, is it, not funny, but ironic is that, is that both he and Jay Larkin, the Showtime uh, executive producer, both got the same thing and they were partners. You know what I mean? They, they were they were buddies in this. It was like, that was just a little weird wow. type of thing. Anyway, yeah. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of box and MMA, of course. A little Tower of Power to the break. Keeping it real, baby. This time it's real. Guess what? Tower of Power's got yet another lead singer out there, and his name is not Socrates Palmer. You are tuned to Ring Talk. Who walked with such a gentle sway And I knew right from the start She was the one who Away. I wish I may, I wish I might make you my all-star shining bright. I know I can feel it. This time is real. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this. But you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right call because the best prices are not online they're with smartfares see smartfares has special deals with the airlines when they have unsold seats they use smartfares to fill them so you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices our prices are too low to publish online with the extra money you'll save you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping so stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855 855- Three two five seventeen eighty. Do you have a home that you don't want anymore? We can buy it from you within 24 hours, any home, size, or condition. For over 20 years, we've been buying homes for cash and helping homeowners sell their homes immediately with no listings or strangers walking through your home. Are you moving? Did you lose your job? 
going through a divorce. Whatever the reason, if you're in a bind and you know that you need to sell your house fast, call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. We'll make you a serious cash offer to buy your home in 24 hours and let you walk away from it. No listing, no waiting. Sell any home, any size, any condition now. Call the expert team at I Need to Sell My House Fast. Make this free call now. 800-306-1760. 800-306-1760. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. The Soul Side of Town. Mighty Tower of Power. The boys are rocking and rolling. They're on tour again, of course. They've always been on tour. They've never come off tour. In fact, it is the, like, the touringest band I've ever met in my entire life. These guys are on the road like 250 days a year. Good Lord. Who wants to be on the road 250 days a year and these guys are all over 60? <laughs> Something's wrong. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live. Well, maybe you don't have any life at home. Anyway, bottom line is you are tuned to Ring Talk Live worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing. MMA, MMA brought to you by the World Boxing Council. Of course, their interactive website is wbcboxing.com uh looks like last night ibf number one number former ibf number one light heavyweight contender fan long cold blood ming i guess he's chinese 17 and zip 10 kos remained undefeated with a 10 round decision over israel doofus doofus falls to 27 that was predictable 97 93 96 94 and i think in the main event lightweight miguel el gallo moreo moreo now 10 one and one four kos scored a 10-round unanimous knot over Victor Betancourt Jr., of course, 27-4, and 4, 14 kills. That was a bit of an upset. Scores were 97-93, 96-94, and 95-94, all for the winner, uh, Marrero. Now we go back to the boxing PhD himself, Mr. Socrates Palmer. And, Sock, there's some guys fighting tonight that a lot of people really haven't heard a whole lot about. Who is Jamal Shango James? Jamal Shango James. Uh, you got me. <laughs> you got me. I All right. I mean, these guys are fight. These guys are fighting. That's the reason why I'm bringing this up. These guys are fighting for the the WBA welterweight title. The Raz. He's fight, going up against Razavad Budev. And these guys are fighting tonight. Of course, on the same card, your man Jaron Boots Ennis, 146 and a half pounds, taking on Thomas Duarlame, the former champion, I think, or the guy from Colum- down from South. Anyway, Miguel Rivera is on the card as well with Matias Ramo. But Boots Ennis, you've been high on him for a while, huh? Um, I'm as high as, you know, within reason, you know, he's being brought up the correct way, slow and steady. Uh, he's fighting guys that are kind of like junior welterweights in, and now they're like on the back nine of their career. Uh, Thomas Delorme, perfect example, uh, a vet. He's got a name, uh, Taylor made, you know, Jerry Ennis comes from a boxing family and, 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 and that helps a lot, you know, he's from the Philadelphia area. And uh, so far, so good. You know, I would still put Virgil Ortiz a little ahead of him as far as uh, the prospect and, you know, next big thing at the welterweight division. But Ennis is right there. Um, and Delorme will definitely uh, be a good test for him. Uh, smaller guy. But I think Ennis, if he wants to show the world that he's there, he's going to have to be impressive. And, and uh, if he could stop Delorme, who I believe has never been stopped, that would be a big statement. Okay, you mentioned um, <laughs> you mentioned Virgil. I mean, 
Virgil and Spencer are going to hook it up. It looks like Virgil, Ortiz, and Spencer are going to hook it up. I'm going to go out on a limb right now. I'm going to pick the youngster. I'm going to pick the upset guy. I'm going to pick the underdog. And the reason why I say that because I'm still not I'm still not sure that the guy that got thrown out of a car at 150 miles per hour is going to be all right. You know, I don't think you're crazy at all. You know, um, Virgil Ortiz is obviously the fresher fighter. Um, I mean, I don't question Earl Spence's desire to be great, you know, but you can't tell me that Virgil Ortiz is not the hungrier fighter, the guy that that sees the world in front of him. If, you know, if he gets an opportunity against Errol Spence and he beats him, wow, that's a monster statement. And he is, you know, with his elbows clearing out space for that pound-for-pound ranking, you know, he's knocking on the door if, he, if he's able to knock off Errol Spence. Um I wonder when that's going to happen, uh, when the WEC is going to mandate that. December, um, December, December. December or January was somebody who was telling me. That's what I was hearing yesterday, December or January. So, I mean, December uh, will, be, will probably be a little that, bit too soon. but Yeah, I think it needs a little bit more seasoning, you know, but I, probably early early next year. Uh, it's a big fight and uh, one that could do big numbers as far as ticket sales in Texas, I'm sure, uh, which would be the logical thing to do, right? Instead of, exactly. you know putting in vegas well that's an all texas battle man and i got news for you earl spence is not going to be the crowd's favorite um jamal james no. who is jamal james he's 27 to 1 with 12 ko's he's a welterweight former mma fighter fighting out in minneapolis minnesota taking on a razab budev who's 13 and 0 tonight of course that's going to be on the uh ESPN card, I believe. No, it's just on the Showtime card. Bottom line is Showtime at ESPN going to Now, Showtime's going to go with with um, Jose Cepeda and Josh Vargas. These guys had, were hooking right. up at the yeah. press. These guys were hooking up at the press conference yesterday. Well, I'm going to try to put my bias aside. Jose Vargas is from my neck of the woods, the Bronx, New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, a young man that I have seen come up from the amateur ranks. Uh, when he was training at Morris Park Boxing Club, uh, where I used to hit the, the heavy bag. So I'm going to say that I'm definitely rooting for him. With that in mind, this is a monster step up. Uh, Cepeda is a world-class fighter. You know, um, he was in, uh, in in the fight of the year uh, about a year ago. Um, and he is, uh, what can I say? He's, I mean, he, he's probably the... He argued, argued maybe the third best 140-pounder, you know, uh, outside of Taylor and uh, Ramirez. Uh, it's a big step up for uh, for uh, Josue. And things got ugly uh, during the weigh-in. Uh, you never want to see a trainer get – I mean, trainer is one thing with their mouth, but he actually touched uh, Vargas uh, by pushing him with that. that is, uh, you know, I, I hope the commission looks at that and, and, and hits him in the pockets maybe – Dox's uh, fee. You know, I mean, I know he has. They have no control, but he should be hit with a fine because a trainer, you can badmouth all you want, but when you put your hands on another fighter, I mean, that's there's no need for that. And uh, you know, it's that testosterone is way in. People are cranky. You're not making the weight. It, I mean, you, you, you know, you, you're drained, and and, and it's you a little bit out of Vargas's character. You know, Vargas is a very low-key kid. Mm. So, um, you know, it's, it's going to be an interesting fight. The, another chapter in the great uh, Puerto Rico-Mexico rivalry. Uh, I have to give the edge to Cepeda, though. Cepeda's a, a world-class fighter. And, you know, let's see. If those ways are on that level. Cepeda 34-2, Vargas 19-1. Of course, Vargas coming off the win over Henry Lundy. You know, 
and he beat I, I think he beat Baroncheck before that. So I mean, he's he's a decent fighter without a doubt. You're rooting for him, so let's hope the the kid from the uh, from New York City can do well. Speaking of New York City, is are they going to ever host this lightweight title fight between George Cambosis and Tiafimo Lopez? Is that going to end up in your? Where's that going? Uh, well, they announced it. It's supposed to be November 27th at the Hulu Theater, which is formerly known as the Paramount, also known as the Felt Forum. It's the small house in the garden. Uh, it's supposed to be November 27th. You know, you cross your fingers. You know, it's had so many different postponements. Six. And, Six. Yeah. Yeah. So I you just hope I, I'll, I'll, I'll believe it the day of the weigh-in and they're both there and they're locked in the hotel. They can't escape. And we'll see you on the 27th. Um, it's a good fight. You know, it makes sense having it in New York uh, in a smaller venue. Uh, I think it should do well in, in terms of ticket sales. Uh, and there's a lot of bad blood there. So it should be for good television. The people that promoted the Mike Tyson, uh, Roy Jones exhibition, or whatever it was, Chiller, whatever you want. Anyway, they uh, failed to come up with the money for this one as far as the fight was concerned. Evidently, you know, had to go to the second uh, bid as far as Barry Hearn was concerned. Of course, matchroom boxing. Shouldn't that disqualify them from doing anything in boxing? Shouldn't those guys just be run out the door on that one? I mean, come on, six cancellations basically because they couldn't, a lot of times because they couldn't come up with the money? Yeah, I mean, it really, it, you talk about something that just went left overnight. I mean, they came on the scene with this, uh, supposed to be a $6 million payday for, for Teofimo, which would have been like about four times what he's made, you know, mm -hmm. from top rank. And then about a month later, I believe they they signed uh, Jim Lampley. Um, yeah. And so it's like, okay, we have a new player in, in, in on you know, in, broad, in boxing broadcast. And then I don't know what happened. You know, the, you talk about just the roof caving in on them. Well, and, Lampley, Lampley wouldn't do it because they, they brought Donald Trump in. He wouldn't do it. That's Lampley the backed out. Thought, yeah, oh, y'all know. He brought, they brought in Donald Trump. Lampley said, screw you. I'm not getting involved with this. I won't have anything to do with that. Really? I thought he just yeah. didn't want to be a part of the Holyfield. Uh, no, no. It was Donald Trump being part of it. Larry, Larry mm -hmm. came on the show and talked about that. I, I put Larry on the spot on that one. You know, because I wanted, because I I knew I knew what it was. I knew what the answer was before I asked him. But um, I thought that was I thought that was, you know, Jim Lampley has been criticized by me for certain things. But the bottom line is, I thought that took that that was a lot of class. He hadn't been on TV in a while. He was a guy maybe starving for a little because uh, he's a TV star for the most part. Let's be honest, he's been, spent most of his life on television. Hasn't been on TV for a while, so that would have been a shot for him to get back in the groove, the boxing groove, and this and that. But he turned it down, and I'm sure he turned down a uh, a four a five figure payday on that one as well. So I give him props on that one without a doubt, Jim Lampley. That was pretty cool. Now tonight, who's gonna win the um, who's 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 gonna win tonight between? I mean, you say that Var that that your guy is under uh, it should be the underdog. How does the pay to win this fight? Um, you know what, Josue is a gutsy fighter. He's gonna be fighting at home. Um, mm -hmm. his family and friends he, he needs to stay disciplined and he gets hit a lot and that's why I'm picking Cepeda but Cepeda has a lot of miles maybe tonight's the night that all that mileage catches up with him but Vargas is a live dog good point no doubt about that next week we're going to go in depth about the career of Oscar De La Hoya you and I okay 
copy, brother. Thank you for having me on again. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. That is Boxing 2HP, 2PHE, the one, the only, Socrates Palmer Jr. of the Bronx, baby. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC-TV. More after the break on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind Knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-585-4760-800-585-4760-800-585-4760. That's 800-585-4760. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Hey, you gonna sit there and let him talk to me like that? Nope. Let's go to some nice, quiet place where we can't hear him. He's got some nerve. Let the horns play a little bit. 
Hoopa wrote this song, he was talking about the fact that gas was like a dollar a gallon. It went from like 26 cents a gallon to a dollar a gallon, and Doc was freaking out. Only so much oil in the ground is the title of the song. The bottom line is, they skipped four bucks a gallon here in California. It went from three to five. They just skipped four bucks. Just went right past it, folks. Gas is like five bucks a gallon here in the city, and it's freaking me out. What can I say? Go electric. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking at the world of conservation and good. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, bottom line is some chicks are going to hook it up tonight. Of course, WB's title on the line. Jackie Nava, 38 and 4. Of course, 16 KOs. Long time super bantamweight uh, fighter, no doubt about that. Taking on Mariana Juarez, of course, 55 and 10. Boy, these chicks are like the legends of female boxing in Mexico, no doubt about that. She's 55 and 10. These guys are hooking up in my favorite arena. Well, my favorite arena in Mexico, the Tijuana Auditorium. I own that place. When I went down there and I was working for uh, Fernando Beltran, the, uh, the, uh, not, not Beltran, it was the other point. I can't think of his name right now. Anyway, bottom line is when I was doing the fights down there monthly, the fights in Tijuana, of course, we had Eric Morales on one of our fight cards. So that, that was the place to be, no doubt about it, the Tijuana Auditorium. It was such a, a great fight atmosphere. It was, it was Everybody was there. They had midgets. They had everything. I mean, it was like a, a sideshow in the crowd. It just was always at the Tijuana Auditorium. Of course, I love spending my time down there. It was Guillermo Mayan was a promoter that employed me down there for like, Almost three years doing that monthly television. I had a great time, especially when I found out I could eat the Mexican food. Uh, yeah, for the first like year and a half, I went down there, folks. I was sneaking across a bucket of Kentucky Fried Chicken and and a half and a Pepsi and uh and two liters of Pepsi. I kid you not, that's what I would like drink for two days because I was scared of the food and scared of the water, right? And then I got hungry one time, and some lady was making these tacos across the street, homemade tacos, and that was the end of that. Anyway, bottom line is, I know how to appreciate my. Mexican food, even in Tijuana, just don't drink the water. Don't drink any of the. Don't don't do anything as far as ice is concerned either. I mean, stay away from the ice. People say to me, "Yeah, you know, I had I had a cocktail, but I watched them pour it from the bottle." And yeah, but you had the ice cubes, and that's made of like Mexican waters, you know. So you don't want to be dealing with that. No doubt about that. Now, um, let's talk about the eh, the not so glorified world of the UFC. Of course, talk about. Dana White. Dana White is not my favorite guy. Everybody knows that. I mean, if I had, if I could kick Dana White in the face four or five times a day, I kick him in the face ten times a day. In other words, I'd overdo it. Why do I say that? Because I think he's the most obnoxious prick I've ever met in my life. And I have worked for him. I've worked with him. Um, he was okay to work with at first, but then he became Dana and became like his head became. He's got a big head to begin with. He's got a head like Uncle Fester, the Adams family. Like he's like, He's got this big, shaved white head, okay? But it's bigger than you can imagine. But it's gotten so much bigger since he became president of the USC. And the USC, of course, uh, morphed into a, a billion-dollar entity. I mean, they sold for $4.2 billion last year. And I think Scott Cuddy, the mathematician, tells me that's $4,200 million. That's a lot of money for the USC. I think it is. Of course, when you got franchise, franchises like um, Barcelona and the uh, soccer leagues in Europe and this and that, I think they're worth more, but... The USC, $4.2 billion. I guess it's worth what you can get for it. Anyway, speaking of the USC, we'll go into a real brief. Marvin Vittori beat Pablo Costa last week. Pablo Costa is that guy that weighs in at 205 pounds and then goes up to 245 pounds. He can actually gain 35 or 40 pounds overnight. I kid you not. He gained some incredible amount of weight the last time out. Anyway, bottom line is Costa lost a five-round decision. Costa's one of those guys, if you can take him into like the second round, you're going to win. He's a gas guy. He gasses easy. You know, he's a gas guy. He's got to get you out of there right right away or he doesn't get you, period. Bottom line is it went five rounds, and all three judges started three rounds of two as far as Marvin Vettin was the winner. Grand Dawson won the co-feature. Jessica Rose Clark won a 
Battle of Women against Jocelyn Edwards. That went to the decision. So all these there was only a submission. Alex Cesare stopped Sung Wong Choi. I want to take his Korean for the submission. Rare naked choke. Second round, 331 in. And uh, whoa, here we go. Light heavyweight fight. Nikolay Negromunu. Take it on Ike Villaneva. He stopped Villaneva in the first round of minute 18 seconds in. So that was a card on ESPN+. Plus. Of course, tonight there is a fight on ESPN. Uh, it's coming to us from Dubai. They're going to Dubai. Of course, the, um, what can I say? USC, they are making a lot of money. I'm not going to say they aren't. But, of course, my knock on them is that they don't pay the fighters. I mean, come on, man. If you, they made, I think they made $257 million last year. That was their gross. Okay, and if you only pay the fighters eight to ten percent, or maybe fifteen percent, you're making a lot of money. And I think that's a monopoly. I think somebody should look into that. I think the government should look into it. But then again, uh, I think the government should look into a lot of things. Anyway, the main event tonight from uh, Dubai: Jan Black was taking on Glover Teixeira. Glover Teixeira was a former uh, challenger for the light heavyweight title when John Jones had it. Peter Anson, the co-feature, taking on Corey Sandhagen. Corey Sanhagen can fight 135 pounds. So can Peter Yan to an extent. But Peter can't spell his name. It's P-E-T-R. I said P-E-T-E-R. Learn how to spell, pal. Anyway, outside of that, the rest of the card looks like a, a bunch of uh, stiffs. Except for, guess who's on that card? Jingling. Yeah, Lee Jingling. Lee Jingling is taking on Kazmet Chamomov. Let me tell you, Kazmet is going to smoke Lee Jingling. That's all I can predict on that card. No doubt about that. But as far as the UFC is concerned, that's what is going on. They're back in Dubai. Uh, how long they stay in Dubai, who cares? But the bottom line is Dana White is going to make some money this weekend, so I'm not a camper. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking to the world of boxing and MMA. Of course, earlier in the show, we alluded, we spent some time talking about the great Shakur Stevenson. How can I say great? The kid's only like 21 years old, 22 years old. He is that, okay? I mean, he doesn't shave yet, sort of like Julio Cesar Chavez, but a black version. When Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., when I interviewed him in San Jose about, I guess about, God, 10, 15 years ago, something like that. Anyway, the kid didn't shave. I said, do you shave? He said, no, no, I don't shave yet. I said, cool, okay. Anyway, I don't think Shakur Stevenson shaves yet, but the bottom line is he didn't need a razor to beat Jamal Herring last week. I mean, he beat Jamal every second of every round. Some people thought that Jamal was coming on in the fourth round. I thought that, that Shakur was just backing up to an extent. Anyway, bottom line is let's hear from Shakur Stevenson post-fight. Shakur Stevenson just had a breakout performance. Shakur, we had asked you before, was Jamel Herring the man to bring out the best in you? Did he? Most definitely. I feel like Jamel Herring is a great fighter. Um, he's tough. He's real tough. He got great boxing skill. He got great power. Um, I was just the better man tonight. What was said after the fight? Because there was a lot said before, and I know that it's gamemanship, and I know that there's no friends, but what was said after the fight? I mean, it was no friends because we were fighting. But now that we're not fighting, I love Jamel Herring. Uh, he's my friend. Uh, I don't got no problem with Jamel. Hey, to his wife, I'm sorry. I don't want no trouble with you. She's tough. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't mess around, but neither did you tonight. What was it about your performance that made you happiest? Uh, I want to thank Tim Bradley. Tim Bradley was uh, criticizing me, calling me boring. Um, so I wanted a fun fight. I wanted to perform, show my skills, show my boxing skills, my defense, my power. Um, I showed everything tonight. You did. Yep. What was most impressive is you were standing in front of Jamel Herring, and much like you have been able to do throughout your career, you were unhittable for parts of the fight. When did you know you had this fight won? 
uh, around like the fifth round. Fifth round, um, I had landed everything. Um, I was winning clearly. And then he started trying to come on. And when he started trying to come on, I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a break, then step it back up later. Jamel, his left eye started to swell early, but then that cut happened. What did you think when you saw that blood streaming from his face? I smelled blood. I saw uh, he was bleeding. I'm like, okay, I got to attack the cut. So every punch I was looking for, I was trying to touch the cut, touch the cut, uh, just to make the doctor stop it. The first title you ever won was a vacant belt. This one you had to take from another fighter. How did that feel? It felt amazing. I want to be a superstar in the sport. I'm here to last. Uh, I take my craft very serious. I'm disciplined. Uh, I did a strong camp. I want to thank my team, uh, Coach Wally Moses, Jack, Dirt, Kay. Um, I had a strong team. They got me prepared for this, and we was in the gym grinding. Everyone talks about— I love my family and friends, too. I appreciate y'all. Everyone talks about the young— Princes, kings, whatever you want to call them at 135, who don't step into the ring against one another. But here at 130, there's champions who want to fight. Who do you want to fight? I mean, there's only one fight left at the end of the day. It's the biggest fight in the division. Um, Oscar can't keep ducking. It's time for him to fight. It's me versus Oscar Valdez. There's nothing else to uh, look forward to. The 130-pound division, we need to unify. Let's get it. That's exactly what boxing needs. Shakur, one last message to your fans who came out in force here in Atlanta. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Jay Prince, Antonio Leonard, um, Andre Ward, Josh Dubin, everybody. Uh, I appreciate everybody that helped me out. The kid's appreciative, no doubt about that. And he's got a different tune. Of course, the last fight, he was criticized by Tim Bradley and yours truly for being dull and not committing himself in this net. But James Waring, uh, Jamal Herring proved to be the opponent that um, – just let him – I mean, I'm not trying to say that Jamal Herring could have won. I'm not trying to say that Jamal Herring could have done better. Yeah, I am trying to say Jamal Herring could have done better because you know what? You got to risk it. You got to throw it. I can't understand why you would get into a fight. In other words, if I got into a fight with a guy that I knew that was going to outbox me, that was going to box me silly, and he's boxing me uh, – you know, outboxing me very easily, I'm going to have to do something differently. I'm going to have to change the plan here because obviously this is not working, okay? So why guys try to outbox these – these uh these boxes these master boxers I just don't get it. You step on their foot, you hit them with an elbow, you hit them in the elbow, you hit them in the chest, you hit them in the ball, you hit them everywhere you can. Like Roberto Duran said, with uh if he ever fought Floyd Mayweather, he never he never even once go after Floyd Mayweather's head. He chop his body down first, of course, then the head would fall. But the bottom line is, right now we've got fighters like Dillian White. Uh, not my favorite guy. Of course, the heavyweight out of the UK has been knocked out two times, got knocked out by Alexander Povetkin in uh, 2020, of course, knocked out in the fifth round. Then I think Povetkin got COVID. So then Povetkin comes back and fights him uh, like a, about five months later, six months later, and he's got in 2021, he's got COVID or had COVID. He gets Tico in the fourth round. Two different, I mean, like Povetkin was two different guys. I mean, it was like a a metamorphosis, the difference was so vast between Bovetkin in the first fight uh, in August of uh, August of 2020 and the second fight in March of 2021. Anyway, Dillian White is going to take on Dillian White. Let me get to his record here. What is he like? Lost two times, 28-2, 19 stopped the two times. Going to take on Tyson Fury for the World Heavyweight Championship. This is probably going to go down in the U.K. Of course, Tyson Fury, the Gypsy King, 31-0-1, of course, coming off that astonishing knockout uh, of Deontay Wilder. Poor Deontay. When I say poor Deontay, is that I wanted to go out on my shield. I want blood, blood, you went out on your shield. You got your wish. Okay, there's, there's no doubt about it. So 
No more crying, no more bitching, no more blaming Mark Breland for putting muscle relaxers or Valiums in your uh, in, in your drinking water between rounds. You know, the costume you wore to the ring was too heavy. You have problems with your legs and your arms. No, no. The only problems, the only places you have problems is between your ears. That's where you have the problems because you think that you're the you're it. You think you're a pound for one of those pound for pound guys. Why? Because you can throw the right hand. But guess what? With the left hand, you couldn't reach an orgasm with the left hand of Deontay Wilder. You know what I'm trying to say there, don't you? I mean, come on, man. You're like a one-handed guy. But you need to set up the one hand. You don't even know how to set the one hand up. You just throw it. You just throw it. I throw it high. I throw it low. I lie. I throw it. I just throw it. I just throw it. Indiscriminately throwing right hands, okay? The bottom line is it worked for you, you know, for a long time there. Would you go like 40 and 0 or 40, yeah, something like that, 39 and 0, fighting 39, eh, say 37, lesser than world class guys, in my opinion. Anyway, the bottom line is I think the real guy he only fought was Luis Ortiz. And outside of Luis Ortiz, I mean, who did he really, who did Deontay Wilder really fight? I mean, of course, then he took on Tyson Fury and he got beat not once, not twice, but three times. He got beat three times. Think about that. Got licked all three times. Why do they want a fourth time? The money. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759-800-449-1759-800-449-1759. Again, that's 800-449-1759. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Do you own an annuity? 
either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council, right here on Sports Byline. Woo, the horns of the mighty Tower of Power. Check it. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV. Of course, checking out the boxing calendar for today, ESPN, October 30th. Jose Cepeda, we talked about that, and Josh Vargas going uh, from uh, the Hulu Theater, I believe, in New York City. Of course, Super Lightweight's getting on 140 pounds. Also on October 30th, Saturday. DeZone is going to rock with Alan Babic taking on Eric Molina in heavyweight fights. I think Eric Molina is the 257-pound uh, heavyweight, I think, out of uh, Tijuana. The guy's like, he sells all kinds of tickets, but he doesn't look like he trains too hard. But the bottom line is he does sell tickets. October 30 as well, with the aforementioned Jamal James, who's he? WBA regular welterweight champion, supposedly according to this print here, taking on Razab Budev, that's going to go down on Showtime, and the co-feature is going to be Philadelphia's Jerome Ennis taking on Thomas Duarlame. Of course, those guys are all hooking it up at welterweight. Now, November the 5th, got a battle of chicks going on ESPN+. Plus. Michaela Meyer taking on Maeva Hamadouche. That's going to be for the WBO and IBF 122-pound titles. And November 6th, one week from today, baby, the king is back. That's right. I'm not talking about Elvis. I'm talking about Canelo Alvarez, once beaten world 168-pound champion, the pound-for-pound pound king out of Mexico, no doubt about that. He and Eddie Reynoso, his trainer, of course, coming into uh, Las Vegas to take on Caleb Plant. Of course, for the undisputed super middleweight title, that's going to rock. Caleb Plant undefeated. He's got a good attitude. He's got a good game plan. He's going to talk some smack, and he's going to get hit in the body. He's going to fold like a cheap pup 10 after, before 10 rounds. That's why I think. Anyway, bottom line is, one week from today, we're talking... Caleb Plant and Canelo Alvarez. And guess what? David Benavidez's opponent, Jose Uzakantai, pulled out or got pulled because of steroids. We'll talk about that more on the Sunday edition of Ring Talk Live Worldwide. This is a Saturday edition. Tune in for the Sunday edition. The Godfather Larry Merchant will be here. The retired HBO Godfather Larry Merchant will be here. That's Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern time, two hours of Ring Talk Live Worldwide and WBC TV live on these same channels. So next time, Peace, love, and a ton of respect to my promoter, well, to my promoter, to my producer, the great Scott Cuddy. Till next time, peace, and I'm out of here.